0: MOVAC podcast series with me, Sally Round. Today, I'm with MOVAC partner, Mark Vivian, and we're talking about fundraising, how to do it, some of the pitfalls, and some of the personal lessons Mark's learnt. MOVAC closed its fourth fund in 2017, raising 110 million from a range of investors, including Cornerstone Investors, the New Zealand Superfund, and Naitahu. And Mark had a major role in this. Now Mark, you've been raising funds with MOVAC since 2008, working on Funds 2 and 3 as well. What are some of the lessons from those first rounds that you carried through with you to Fund 4?
1: Well, I think there's a a couple of key things that come to mind. Um, One of the first things is getting started as soon as you possibly can. Um, It's never going to be perfect, either your pitch, the opportunity or the environment, so um, getting started as soon as you can. like all fundraisers, it's going to be harder and longer than you, uh, than you expect it to be, so uh, get started early. The other thing would be just being prepared for the uh, emotional roller coaster. Um, you, know, you set out with good intentions, like all these things, they never quite go to plan. So being prepared to critique yourself through the downs and pick your energy up for, uh, uh, for pal- propelling yourself forward. What we've found in each of our fundraisers in the past is there'll be at least one major pothole or uh, or obstacle to overcome uh, and being mentally prepared for that as well.
0: It's been said that fundraising can be a lonely and frustrating process, you've just alluded to that. Would you agree?
1: Yes and no. Uh, Look, it it is somewhat lonely. Um, It's no different to any other business owner that um, uh, has to put up with the the trials and tribulations of business ownership. we only get the right to go and raise funds if our own funds perform. Um, it's a great chance for for us who listen to a, a whole bunch of business pitches for uh, for, for capital, to, for the shoe to be on the other foot and for us to go and uh, present ourselves in the market and um, the market di- will dictate whether we'll um, be successful in the fundraiser or not. Um, is it frustrating? Yes and no. Uh, we're the only people that can control that process, so um, it's just one of the things we have to live with.
0: So talk us through the process of fundraising, what do you recommend is the best way to start?
1: I think first and foremost um, build out a realistic timeline. Um, If you're a company seeking capital and you're currently um, uh, burning money or making monthly losses, be realistic about how long your capital runway has got to last and the fact that you need to raise capital within that window. Be realistic about how much money you're seeking to raise so build out that timeline, get an understanding about how much money you need to, to, to raise, the likely sources where the initial interest will come from. What we see when we go out and raise capital is lots of people won't commit until um, others have committed. It's a little bit of a um, like trying to herd, sheep through a, a, a gate if you like. Um, so identify some potential investors that are high, highly likely to invest and then use that committed capital to go and uh, enthuse others to get involved. I think another aspect that's really key is build out that database and manage it. Um, A lot of people that we've talked to in the past that have been initially either uncommitted or negative as to investing in our funds, we've gone back later on with updates and they have um, ended up committing to the fund. So see it as an iterative process unless people are quite clearly counting themselves out. I think one of the key things if a capital raise is going to take a, uh, a large amount of time is build yourself out short term goals. If the raises, you know, six, nine months long, that's quite a long time to keep yourself motivated without having short interim goals to, uh, to, to dedicate yourself towards. And the other key thing is just don't overthink it. As I said before, it won't be perfect, it'll never be perfect. Get out and road test both yourself, your pitch and the opportunity.
0: So meeting with investors, obviously you'd have to do that at, at some point along the way. How do you prepare for those?
1: I think um, I mean, the great thing about the internet is you know, there's so much retrievable or findable information. Um, I think it's a basic common courtesy to do at least some background research on the person that you're meeting with, uh, whether it be through a general Google search or through the company's office to get a sense as to what types of things they've invested in or been involved with in the past, whether there's some sort of overlap with, with what you're doing and what you're looking to, uh, to raise capital for. And it's a great starter for a conversation. Um, and what I found out early on is the best thing you can do is get an investor talking early about themselves, their careers and, uh, and their experience.
0: And uh, how deep do you need to go into the background to to really get an understanding of a potential investor? Uh,
1: I I wouldn't overdo it. I think a good sense in terms of their risk appetite, uh, the types of industries they've been involved with um, uh, or companies that they've been involved with, whether those companies have gone um, really successfully or not. But I wouldn't overthink it. The best thing is to sit down with an open mind, ask plenty of questions, um, shut up and do a lot of listening.
0: Now, I've read that you've said you cringe now when you think of some of your first meetings to raise funds. What did you do wrong? And How have you refined your pitch?
1: Oh, look, there's, um, there's been quite a few uh, meetings I'd like to forget. Um, I think common themes um, early on coming out were, were simply just talking too much. You know, one of the people involved with our business told me a long time ago that we were given a mouth and two ears in that ratio for a reason. Don't think of it uh, as a sell job or as a pitch. Think of it as a conversation. You know, open-ended questions. Um, don't don't be defensive in any of your answers, and you'll get a good sense whether there's a connection with a potential investor or not relatively quickly. I've also personally found pitching to groups of investors somewhat clunky and impersonal. I far prefer a, a one-on-one meeting or, or conversation. I think it's. Um, It is more personal for some people with investment, it's a a very private activity that they don't like to to share with others and I can completely respect that. It also, in a one-on-one setting, provides for a more um, free-flowing, less structured um, uh, interaction, if you like. Uh, The other thing that I learnt really quickly is never ask investors for referrals. Uh, Relating to the previous point, you know, it is a personal experience. Um, You're not selling uh, a widget Um, You're selling an opportunity and a financial commitment.
0: No doubt you've experienced setbacks and been knocked back during the process. How do you manage to keep up the confidence levels?
1: Look, I think it's really important to keep confidence levels up. Um, The short term goals within that larger frame capital raise is really important. Um, At the end of the day, uh, the worst that anyone can say to you is a no. If you work on a relatively realistic conversion ratio you will get a good number of people that are saying yes. You know, thrive on those yeses, refine your, uh, your thinking around some of the no's but you just have to keep on going. Uh, I think if you're if you're not resilient, you're not confident um, and you don't like fundraising you're in for a really challenging difficult time.
0: After the pitch what happens then? How important is the follow-up stage?
1: Look I think that's really critical. Um, What I like to do is finish any meeting or any session with a potential investor with some sort of commitment either from them or from myself and it's a really basic thing. Just make sure uh, you follow up if the commitment's with you. If the commitment's with them, um, it's a good reason to to go back to that investor if they haven't come back to you and um, have another conversation or another interaction.
0: What's the difference between um, following up well in terms of not harassing somebody?
1: I think it's always good to err on the side of caution. You do not want to be seen or perceived as that person that's harassing. I think touching base and a gentle, uh, sort of light touch way is the best way to do that, rather than hounding people. If there's silence, there's reason for that silence. It's either a no or there's something else going on. Uh, if that's the case, read the tea leaves and move on to the next person.
0: So when you do hear that no, how do you handle that?
1: I think it's really good, if you can, to get some sort of reason or rationale as to why it's a no. From there you can detect, you know, can I turn this around? Uh, If not, take that feedback on board and move on to the next.
0: What about luck? How much a part does that play in getting investors signed up?
1: I think um, you make your own luck. Uh, You know, the harder you work, I think the luckier you get. Um, You're always going to have some bad luck. You can't control that um, and take the, the, the good luck when it does come and see it for what it is.
0: How long should you expect the whole process to take?
1: I think if you take your your guesstimate uh, and double it, that's probably about right. When we first set out raising funds um, externally, we thought the fundraisers would take about six months. They took about 18 months. We think as we get uh, more mature and more experienced in this market, uh, that that time frame should shorten down. Uh, So we're thinking for the next fundraiser, it's probably six to nine months, realistically.
0: Thanks, Mark. Great to hear your insight into how to raise funds. And that's it for another episode of the MOVAC podcast series. Next time, we'll be speaking to Pete Taylor, an Olympian and now an investment analyst with MOVAC.